It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Yo. Luke out rich. Greg and the bull. Gentlemen, gentlemen. How's it going? Living that dream, man. Yeah. How are you? The dream. Um, so some somebody had a question. Not a question. A comment, I guess, rather. Really? So some somebody asked for we need to run a best of. Sorry, I didn't oh, see yeah. who it was. I think it was uh Yogi said we should do a best of for weeks we take off. So we should, but <laughs> let I'll okay. Um <laughs> Cal, you work a full time job. Yeah. Me. I work a full time job. Mo, you work a full time job. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's, it's debatable. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's the issue: is it's it's actually on all on me to do a best of, but because I'm the one with all the files, the recordings. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck both of you. But <laughs> uh, want to be the first thing. We have we have lives outside of podcasting. This is just fun for us. Um, I would. I, I mean. I would love to. I I, I hate to do I, that. Sounds terrible. I I would love to take more time and do this. At the same time, saying that also means that I don't want to take more time to do this <laughs> because I would. Missing, if you're I missing the entire point, though, in something Yogi should absolutely know better. There's no best of shit. Well, zero, I was, zero I, plus zero is zero. I was getting to that, but yes, <laughs> you're correct. You, you should just get a, a sound of a toilet flushing and play it on loop for like an hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's the best of. And you should post it. I might the next time. The next time. And tell people that somewhere in there, there's two minutes of talking and they yeah. have to find it. Mm-hmm. So the the other half of what I was kind of explaining is because it's all on me. Sometimes it's because I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm gone, I also can't edit a best of. Yeah, that um, Just yeah, like we can't record without Drew. So so like like this week, for instance, um, I leave. Uh, I'll be on the road this week out in the field. Um, so I won't be around starting tomorrow. Um, yeah. All week. I mean, we get back late Friday. So, uh, yeah. It, we're doing the best we can, I would say. I would yeah, like. He's saying he doesn't like you. Yeah. I'd like to do more stuff. Again, like I said, saying that, then I would just do it. But so. I, I guess actually I, don't think he was serious, though. You don't think so? I think he was just, no, I think he was just fucking with us. Well, then fuck him. <laughs> hey, well, easy, bro. It's Yogi. He can he take. Knows darn he can well take it. Now yeah, we're not gonna change. No matter yeah. What. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the issue with that is, the, I think for all three of us, 
would we like this to be more? Yes. The problem is when it becomes more, it also becomes work. Mm-hmm. And currently, it's three guys, four guys hanging out, having a good time, <sighs> talking some shit, sometimes talking about cigars, and enjoying it. And if it becomes work outside of work, oh, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of the interesting things about podcasts and stuff, at least in cigars and in in other podcasts in like real areas where there are a lot of people that care about them, right? You can like mm-hmm. make money and get yeah. sponsorships and all this other stuff. But even if you're a really really good cigar podcast. You really making anything? Probably not. No. So the motivation is not there to try to make any money. That's not the deal. I mean, if, if, if a cigar podcast person was like, hey, I'll hype your cigars on my whatever, I'd be like, all right, you know, I'll send you a box of cigars. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm not paying, you know, but that's me. Uh, the, the bigger guys might, and they do. For sure, yeah. but yeah, for me, like it's just not, you know. But outside of Half Wheel, nobody does that as a full time job. Like Coop's got a job. Everybody's got jobs. Yeah, except Half Wheel. Uh, Legree does. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I think I Charlie just is Charlie. Full-time. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's just Charlie's the only full time. I should say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, currently it's fun. <laughs> let's not we'll see by the end of the episode let's not ruin that yeah it, it, look at man it, we, we've said this since uh since the beginning it's gonna be the topics we discuss the takes that we have that'll be the value of it if you think our takes are valuable it's certainly not going to be production quality and it's not going to be you know whatever the one thing we can do better, and I think everything having more guests. Oh. Well, yeah, besides that. But we, we have access to some pretty cool people. Yeah, we probably need to do uh, some guests. And uh, we probably do need to do a little bit more of that. And, and people actually enjoy coming on with us. So I don't know. I just I get lazy about asking people. Well, because. All three of us have pretty pretty busy ahead. schedules too. So, uh, yeah. I mean, even in the past, we've tried to record stuff ahead of time when when we knew one of us was going to be gone. And a lot of the stuff recently is just unforeseen things, circumstances that could not be avoided. So, uh, that's true too. We apologize yeah. for that. <laughs> We're doing what we can and uh, enjoy enjoy yeah, us. I again, I don't think he was serious. No, then, I know, then, I know. Sam, Sam messaged, hey, what have I missed in the last couple of weeks? I haven't listened. Well, nothing, because you probably missed the one podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, you, you missed the one that we didn't do. <laughs> so, yeah, and if you want to look at it from a glass half full perspective, we don't always podcast. So even if you miss, you know, uh, we allow you guys time to catch up. Exactly. It's like spring break from school. Yeah. Well, it's probably good every now and then to get a break from us as well. Yeah, you don't want to be too depressed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, on that cheery opening note, I'm sure everybody's hooked and really excited now. (laughs) Yeah, 
we sold this real good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's actually start with a question from our buddy NC6789. Mm-hmm. If you had to share a cigar with somebody, actually sharing puffs, who would mm-hmm. it be and why? Uh, easy. Luke, how's mom? You already do that, though. It can't be somebody you currently. No. <laughs> and you didn't say why, so you didn't answer his question. This is this is just well, a hypothetical, Mo. Drew said I can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Go ahead. I don't know, actually. <laughs> my wife. That's my answer, yeah. too. Not your wife. Yeah, wife. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> we all say Drew's wife. It's really awkward. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's the clear answer. I see, no I see guys do no this. Um, I've got some young guys that I hang out with that do this. Every, they're like, here, try this to, to their buddies. And I'm like, oh, my God. What are you doing? Well, like I, said, I guess though, if that's your thing. But, but, but if you go like to Nicaragua, it's very normal. Is and, it? And like we talked about, it, they actually have these things now where you can put over the cigar. So it's easier to share. Yeah, but, okay, so here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Go into any men's public restroom and watch what percentage of men wash their hands appropriately after they go to the bathroom. It's pretty bad. Oh, like zero. And then tell me you want to share a cigar with any of those guys. Wait, are you even a man if you wash your hands properly? I, I hope so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> guys are notorious for... Uh... Yeah, and you want them to hold that cigar and then put it in your mouth after that? Well, it's it's in their mouth as well. That's, I would say, less gross. Really? Because I'm not... Because, like, your mouth kind of cleans itself to some degree, right? It's got some self-cleaning properties to it. Yeah. People clean their, their mouths reasonably. It's gross, don't get me wrong. <laughs> But, like, some dude's sweaty junk on his hand and in your mouth? Nope. Nope. Sounds like a dream scenario to me. <laughs> sounds sounds terrible. Altogether terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good topic. Just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that one. His answer is probably Yogi. Who? NC? NC, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. You guys are I, sharing cigars all day. Yeah, I'm sure they are. They love each other. Just so, what's your answer? You didn't answer. No, my girlfriend, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'd be the only person. Just, just if, if you really care about the person and you really love that cigar, just go and buy them one. <laughs> right. Here, man. Yeah. But so so, which person is worse in that case? The guy that's offering, or the guy that took the offer? You got to be equally nasty to <laughs> take the offer. <laughs> yeah. Because, like I said, I've seen this, and and the 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 one on the receiving end per se doesn't bat an eye at it. He's just like, absolutely, I got to try this, without even thinking. I know we dove down mouths and not washing hands, but that didn't even pop it into his head. He's just like, damn good cigar. Let's try it. 
Yeah. What about like if somebody has a drink that you've never tried before? Would you try that? No. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, but family. I see do that too. But no, not a buddy. I'm not trying his drink. That's that's actually what I was going to bring up. Who's the last guy you uh, slurp this, out of this, his straw? This is kind of coming <laughs> off as homophobic. Yeah. Would you? I mean, which of your buddies with, would you kiss? My answer is none. None but my wife, not any woman. Oh, <laughs> that's different. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm sure I've shared something with my brothers, but that's different. It's been a long time. You can just probably since you know younger, but yeah, that's different though. Family. I think. I think. Yeah. Okay. I think here's the answer that I. It gets more weird to share things as you get older that's fair right so like when you're a kid that's completely normal even like and when i say kid even like your early 20s stuff like that like that stuff's completely normal people share joints all the time so like if that's not weird why would taking a puff from some cigar cigarettes too they do i mean i could yeah but but so no, why that. why is cigar so much weirder? Cigar a uh, cigarettes it's an etiquette thing. Cigarettes I think it's a different, different. They they do that quite often as well. Oh yeah. Especially like females. Let me just get a drag off of that. Yeah. It's a slobber thing too though. True on the cigar. <sighs> Nobody yeah. slobbers on a cigarette. You'd be shocked. Yeah. Hmm. No, no, I think it's an etiquette thing. Like, people share hookahs, people share joints, people share bongs, people share... But cigars, it's just an etiquette thing. Like, you just really don't. It's just not something you do. Kind of weird. So stop it. We don't want that part of cigar culture. What was the second part of this question? Why? Just why? Oh, you want the, the other question he had? Yeah. Oh, he said, if you had one cigar for the rest of your life, what would it be? He wants a Cuban answer and a non-Cuban answer. Mm-hmm. That's tough. I mean, I know my Cuban answer. I, you know, obviously. What do you got? Uh, Bolivar for Casa de Del Habano, the ones they make for their stores. The mm. Libertad or whatever. That would be my Cuban. Never had one. Ah, fantastic. <laughs> I haven't had one in a very long... I mean, getting anything right now is pretty hard. Yeah, it is. Um, but uh, those are very good cigars. They're probably mostly Nicaraguan now anyway. But... Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming I can't pick Patina, so... Yeah, why, why not? I'd probably go Patina Habano or Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. I could, like, I mean, and if I had to pick a non-Patina brand, it would probably be Byron, probably, if price isn't a thing. So, yeah. That's not bad. True. Um, Cuban, Cuban, God, I don't probably money too. Mm. That or the God, the Partagas four. 
So like Mani two pre twenty eighteen or like Mani two when it was like a breakfast cigar. I mean pre twenty eighteen when it was a breakfast cigar or like now when it's like a fucking full body. Uh man, I don't I don't think I've had anything recent. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it sounds good. <laughs> that that's still a break. Definitely changed the character of that cigar. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, well, I haven't you, had anything since 18. You remember that box we bought in 2015? That was like a, a Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I smoked one a year and a half ago, and I was like, is this a fucking Maduro? You know what I mean? Like, it's changed. Uh, and maybe that was just that box. I don't know. And yes, it was real. But yeah. Yeah, I mean. You could tell because it didn't have a draw. Yeah, well, actually. <laughs> funny you say that the first one out of that box that i smoked didn't and then the next one did so i was like okay it's real (laughs) non-cuban um i think my other go-to would just be like uh opus yeah that's what i thought in the i I figured you and cow in that same number two size that bellicosa size Mm -hmm. so you like a good number two Mm. you better believe it who doesn't? And if you had them for your whole life, you'd be flush with number twos. Yeah. <laughs> good coins. <laughs> sounds good. Cal, you? Uh, a Cuban, probably Cahiba Robusto, because it's good. Oh, yeah. that Man, I forgot about that. That actually <laughs> might be good. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty good that for pretty much any occasion. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And then uh, non-Cuban, I'm I'm going Patina Habano. Big cow. I mean, I got just about a damn lifetime supply already. Mm-hmm. Better believe it. And teaser, I'm actually working on a new Habano blend. Well, hold on. You got to tell us about it, though. Is it like <sighs> no, a different well, size way, or a line extension? Or way too early in the process. I just... <laughs> got through the first round of of samples with feedback so but um as of now it's which it needs tweaking but as of now it's uh abano over connecticut broadleaf binder and and uh, nicaragua yeah yeah it, it, look, it, it's got some really good pro- properties that I that I like about it, but it's in its current form, it's it's missing that final layer of flavor, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, I look, I'd be done with it if I could go down to Nicaragua, but unfortunately, due to some family circumstances, I I can't take the chance to get stuck there. So, it's so you do it the slow way. Yeah, yeah, do it the slow way. But uh, yeah, so we'll see. You're and just my, my goal trying is... to avoid smoking the same cigar as all the dudes down there. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I wonder if that's changed at all. Probably not. What were you saying about your goal? No, my goal is, you know, 
one cigar a year, I think, you know, to come out with. What's what about the limited then? What's that? You got a, a five year limited, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, yeah, technically it'll be two this year, but not really because one's just limited. But that that might be delayed. That might actually be a fifth year in, in year six. Maybe. <laughs> the old sixth year cigar. Yeah, the old six, <laughs> sixth year, five. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, an extra year of eligibility if I played you know, college sports. So we'll see. All right. Well, we'll look forward to it whenever it does show up. Oh, you know what I mean? I mean, honestly, it's got to be, it's going to be uh, a limited that you put out and you don't normally put out limiteds. It has to be damn near perfect, you know? I don't think any cigar in the world is perfect, but nothing is perfect, but it's got to be as close to perfection as possible. That's fair. So until it gets to that point, won't be released. Well, it won't suck when it comes out then. That's true. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just too much, too much throwing a band on a cigar these days and trying to sell it. So that's not even trying. Those things sell like fucking hotcakes. No, I know, right? No, but I mean, even not even just limiteds, but like in general. Sure. Yeah, uh, so speaking of something that we've been waiting for for a while, like this limited, mm. did you guys see that Shogui is coming back? Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you remember them, Drew? Oh, yeah. Gali? Shogui. Gui- Shogui. Oh, Chugui, yeah. <laughs> Ch- the cigars? Yeah. Oh, I did not see they were coming back. The ones with the birds on them? <laughs> I didn't know they left. I, yeah, that too. <laughs> it's been like four years. Uh, yeah, man, that's crazy. I'm I'm pretty. Oh, this is terrible. I'm pretty removed from the cigar industry at this point. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. It, so, did you like their stuff though? Uh from what I can remember, yes. Yeah, that's right. Right, right up here, we are reasonably up here, Ali. Yeah. But they're coming back. I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, I was mm-hmm. curious if you guys were excited. Oh, yeah. First of all, he's a very nice guy. <clears throat> yes. He's really one of the nicer guys in the industry. Um, so what happened? Zero, zero ego, down to earth. Really cool dude. And his cigars are good. I mean, mm-hmm. from what I remember, it's been a long time, but his cigars are pretty fucking good. He's out of, the, he's out of that one factory that does a lot of boutique stuff. Well, actually, I don't even know if those other brands are even around anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Now that I think about it. Most of them seem to not be. Let me tell you, man. This shit is not easy. I, people, you're seeing a lot of people jumping in right now again. They're going to get, it's not easy. It's very, very difficult. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But we'll see what these come out as. That should be mm-hmm. should be good. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a smoke it. Me too. That's a brand that should be around. It's very good stuff. Yeah. Drew, are you saying what happened? Like where'd he go? Yeah, yeah. 
So he was, there were a couple of things. One of them is he said he was worried about FDA stuff, which I think was really the secondary reason. I think the first reason was he had to deal with some sort of family stuff going on. Gotcha. Like taking care of people and stuff. Yeah. So props to him for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's kind of cool that he's back. And you are right. He is about the nicest damn person. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. So, you know, support those guys. Um, yeah. Every- oh, I'm going to get started. I'll get started. <laughs> no, it's- get, it, get it started now. Every, everybody talks about how they like to be treated. And, and this is not even just, like, in the cigar industry, but, like, in general. But then when they meet people that actually treat them the way they want to be treated, they take those people for granted. Mm-hmm. And then they just keep going back to get, like, treated like shit. I don't understand this. It's wild to me. That's life. I mean, when you have, like, if you're looking at it from, like, a cigar perspective... If you have empty shelves and you have these brands, like these smaller brands, and not even just about Patina, but any of the guys that were that had inventory, um, you know, like at the end of last year or whatever, like why not give one of those dudes a shot? Most of them are pretty cool dudes, and they're easy to work with, you know, and they don't make you buy, uh, you know, a year's worth of inventory at a time. I just never understood that. Here we are. But here we are. <laughs> so how it goes. And everybody... Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts, man. Yeah, it seems like the, the most annoying thing that I keep seeing from people is... is and, and you've talked about this a little before, Mo, and we've heard it from some other guests, too, is the people who say they're going to support, and then they just kind of don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That seems like the most disappointing thing. Mm-hmm. I, I love the guys that are, man, you're, you know, really enjoyed talking to you. Best of luck. You know, and I've mentioned this before. And then they don't bring in the cigars, and it's like, I, I don't need luck. I mean, <laughs> luck is, <laughs> you should buy the cigars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what can you do? Funny. What it's can funny. you do? Uh, all right, let's go to a judge topic. Do it. This is this is one that I've been holding off from from the Olympics. Ooh. Nice. Uh, so, did you see the the cross country skiing at all? No. All right. So, there's a guy from Finland. He's in a 50 kilometer race, and the the headline at the end of this race: Winter Olympics. Finnish cross-country skiers suffers pr- frozen penis in 50-kilometer race. What? So it was so cold <laughs> that it was frozen, and he was worried about frostbite. So he got to the end, said the pain was unbearable, and had to warm it up. Okay. How'd, so How'd they warm it up? <laughs> it doesn't say. He's not in trouble for, say. like... Wanking it, is he? No, but that would be horrifying. Uh, although, here's the interesting thing, and this is what I'm curious about your judging. Yes. Yeah. 
uh, last year he was in another race. Oh god! Where the same thing happened. This is the second time in two years that he has gone on a long cross country ski and frozen his penis. So this, this is what I'm thinking. This is this is the thought process here. This guy is gifted in that area. That how else how else is it freezing? Like how's it getting far enough away from the body? Yeah. It's like down his leg. <laughs> Was this story about Drew? No, definitely not. That's why I have this I information. So. <laughs> uh, it says he used a heat pack. What? This is weird. Yeah, that's why it's here. It's even weirder that they um, are like broadcasting this. Oh yeah, dude! It's on every everybody carried it. I've never every news I, I, I outlet. Didn't, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention to stuff, but oh, here it is in Rolling Stone. That makes what, sense. What the heat pack? No, the story. No. Okay, so <sighs> this is weird. <laughs> okay, what's your question? <laughs> well. How do you judge somebody for, or do you judge them? You know, it happens once. Do you judge them for continuing and having it happen again? Or would this be the end of it? Or is there something awesome about this guy that, that causes this, right? Like, what's what's your judgment on this, this individual? He's got to be gifted, so fuck him. Um, two, though. <laughs> uh, sh- so he, he's been practicing and all. And this has happened before. I, I understand uh, you, you can't create everything in in until like competition. So, but this is ha- this has to have happened, like training and stuff too. I would assume with the hours Maybe. that they spend training. How is this? Yeah. I don't even know how this is a thing. <laughs> yeah, you're, like your face is exposed, right? Like it's yeah. out there. Yeah. But what freezes? Not that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs to get some blood flow there. Maybe that's the other oh, issue. We'll help him out. Yeah. He needs a ski fluffer. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, I wonder what that pays. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Um. Yeah, I judge him for it happening multiple times in multiple competitions. There, okay, there's so that's not like a because a, a, you're like an athlete, right? You, you, I don't know if that's an acceptable thing to happen or if it's just like, nope, you should stop. No, I th- I think uh, my my take on that is he's trained thousands of hours and literally four years, at least, to get to this Olympics. This isn't the first time it's happened. You know that that's happening. Uh, don't you you wear uh you know extra padded underwear or something? I don't I don't know their maybe, suits. Maybe and... it's a blood flow issue, and he can't. Maybe it's symptomatic, like something else is going on. Like he can't get. Maybe that's why. <laughs> well, I mean, mm. clearly something's going on there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a. Uh, 
physician. I'm not a uh, yeah, not not technically. Um, I'm still judging him for this happening multiple times. On top of so, let's say he does have some kind of medical something that he can't prevent from happening. Sure. It's getting cold enough that he could have started with the heat pack, right? But is it because he didn't want to carry the extra weight? So then I'm like, okay, he doesn't want to do these extra things because it's extra weight. So he's like, like a swimmer shaving themselves to before competition to, to trim seconds off, you know, tenths of. Seconds. Are they allowed to have to have heat packs on the course? I, that I don't yeah. know. So maybe that's part of it. But but, um, wouldn't wouldn't you like? finish the race and your, your coach maybe knows about this and he comes over and gets you and you go into the, the little house that they've got there and no one else knows about why does everybody know about this is my question. That's what I'm actually judging. Oh, that he said something. About yeah. It? Why is this a thing? Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair question. Maybe uh, he wants everybody to think what your initial thought was. He probably is gifted, though. <laughs> he just wants everyone to know that he is. Yeah. That's the, that's the sample of the Olympic Village. I'm going to have to look this guy up. Yeah, me too. Yeah, a little visual. What do you even Google? Olympian Froze, penis Frozen peas and Yeah, you'll penis. get it. <laughs> you'll get it. Uh, then you'll get some weird, weird sponsored ads. Oh, I bet you do. Um, so they, they had... Spears uh, on they talked to, talk to a urologist. Yeah. Wasted, uh, and he said, in the best case scenario, everything just goes back to normal. In the worst case scenario, he gets permanent nerve damage, and skin tissue can fall off and leave scars. Uh, and then, if the blood supply is damaged, then you're talking about impotency problems. Um, but he also said, uh, the penis can take a beating and heal. <laughs> did he really say that or are you he did that? no nope, that is it's a direct quote sure can I just want to see what this guy looks like <laughs> you just want to see if he has like a sock down his leg <laughs> yeah god I feel like this is an NC6789 conversation it's <laughs> a good one isn't it yeah you'd love it I don't know why this is happening to this guy. <laughs> he doesn't look like he's on. <laughs> I mean, he's got like this vest, extra little vest on. He's got like shit all over his face and neck and. I saw facial hair. No, he's got a gator on. No. And he's got like the tape, the frostbite tape on his face. I would think you could. You know, maybe maybe you know this is happening. You could get some uh, uh, extra padded underwear or something. Mm -hmm. Some kind of a, a dick gator. Yeah, mm -hmm. a dick gator. Mm -hmm. And, you know, beef up your... Uh, protection. Protection there. Yeah, PPE. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> It's Probably a great story, Where is he from? Finland. 
He's definitely not gifted. You got experience in that region of the world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, all right. He finished twenty eighth. Uh, yeah, he didn't win. What? Come, oh, come on! Now I'm judging him. <laughs> so, see, this is why oh, I needed. Dead. I needed more info. Yeah, <laughs> he's a moron now. Because <laughs> he didn't even win, so it wasn't worth it. If he, if he didn't if if he would have been. Mm, Olympics top 10. I I would have given it to him. Mm-hmm. 28th. How many were there? 28. I could have taken that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm judging him on that one. There you have it. He's judged. Uh, okay. Um, I had two more topics on the list. One of them is a Nixtagramming topic. Mm. Which I think is a joke, but I'm not sure. Oh, the S&P target? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The S&P year-end 2022 and 2023 predictions. Yeah, great question. Terrible great question. Great question. If you know that. Make some money. I don't know. I have to think about it. Super long run, it'll go up. That's my prediction. Super long run, yeah. Yeah, next two years, eh, whatever. Yeah. Not retiring in the next two years anyway, I don't care. Never know. Might yeah. hit a big cow. Sure. But that's not going to be from the S&P 500. No, but still. I don't think I'm ever, and I say this, I don't know what I would do if I retired. Oh, like, I have cares? no desire to retire. You would sell cigars? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't really... Being productive is what I find enjoyable. But you could be productive without doing any of the stressful shit that you hate. Yeah. I don't really hate anything and, that much. I mean, even, like, the stuff, like, I complain about, like, that's difficult on a mental level is outweighed by the joy of creating something and, and doing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I could do without, but that's not enough to not want to do it. That makes sense. I suppose. All right. I don't know. Fair enough. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the world. It's a fucking crazy yeah. place. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> it's not getting any less crazy any day ever. Nope. So, <laughs> if this is like a slow decline to the end of everything, uh, at least our podcast is matching it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody wants to be the Sultan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> separate topic, cigar related. Yeah. Uh, so 
Illusion has had a couple of changes going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is the one that I'm interested in talking about, and I'm curious about something. So they picked up Fred Rui as a brand strategist. He had Nomad cigars back in the day and sold mm-hmm. it to Ezra Zion, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Illusion makes really, really good cigars. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, and I think most people's opinions, they do a pretty rough job at marketing their cigars, you know, working with media, doing social media. None of that's strong. So what I'm wondering from your guys' perspective is if you take a brand like that, and it doesn't have to be this brand. It could be. It doesn't have to mm-hmm. be. If you take a brand like yep. that and you add in, let's say Fred does a really, really good job, right? Yeah. Does that change the entire fortune of a brand, or is that like an incremental growth strategy? That's a really good question. And the reality is we won't really know until we know what his role is exactly. Like, we know what his role is, but what does the, you know, like you could always have a title. But what, what does the execution of that role look like? Like, what does sure. that even mean? Like, what, what's his plan? If it's a good plan, and assuming it is because, you know, the guy is pretty good at that stuff. I mean. Yeah, he knows the stuff. Um, yeah, you take a, a great fucking product and then you put together a really good campaign behind it. I mean, dude, yeah. <laughs> Who knows, man? Um but time will tell. I mean, the thing is, man, is like Dion is not a. I don't want to speak for the guy. And actually, he did say he would come on our podcast. I just never followed up on it. Um, and maybe we could have him come on. He doesn't do this stuff very often, or ever, actually, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know what, man? If, if maybe, and if his his national sales manager, who I was friends with, or used to be uh, his national sales manager, is now a Cavalier. Mm-hmm. Um, if he was still there, I would have had him talk to him. But I'll talk to him when I see him, uh, maybe at PCA, and then uh, see if he'd want to come on. But it, he's not going to be the type of guy that does events and does all of that. I think if. Fred could find a way to overcome, uh, you know, the lack of knowing. And maybe part of his strategy is going to be getting to know Dion. I don't know. Like getting other people to know him, like putting him out there? Yeah. Yeah. Like consumers and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, because he's a mystery to the majority of people that smoke his stuff. That's true. You know, so maybe that'll be part of it. I don't know. Um, I always said, uh, if Dion even made himself available like a portion of like what some of like other guys do he'd be a monster you know but just wasn't not doesn't fit his personality yeah that's not what he wants to do Mm -hmm. so i mean sky's the limit man because those are great great cigars and you know i can't argue that Drew, do you have an opinion on this one? Um, I'm going to second what Mo said. <laughs> I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Dion. And that, exactly. 
Exactly. Most people don't. So I'm guessing that's what we'll be focusing on, but I have no idea. Interesting. Yeah, it'll be fascinating to see where he goes and where they take it, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. My, my, my thought on it is if you look around at all the people that are doing a really good marketing job with a bad product, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> and they're selling an absolutely stupid number of cigars mm-hmm. for an absolutely stupid amount of money. If you have a good product and you can market it correctly, you're, you're in even better shape, right? So, uh, in, in my opinion, the marketing game is almost the entirety of the cigar game. So I think it's absolutely really key to have somebody like that. Yeah. I, people always ask me what I wish I could have done differently starting out. And that's the biggest thing for sure is, is I wish I understood that more. Yeah. It's like everything. Yeah. Big time. That's one of the reasons the limited stuff goes so well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it yeah. all feeds into itself. A lot of it, man, and we've talked about it, a lot of it is how do you feel when that cigar is in your hand? Does it give you that that it factor? Like, I don't know how to explain it. You know, like like when you guys smoke an Opus, and, and whether you want to admit it or not, having that cigar in your hand, looking at that band, that gives you a feeling of something. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd even put it different, though. Okay. Because I think that's true, but I think you don't even have to get to that point. I think if you think about the the feeling that somebody's going to get when they get that cigar in the mail and they open that package, Mm -hmm. or they pick it up from a B&M and they have it in their hand, Mm -hmm. that's what you're really going for. Yeah. Because if they're like, oh, sweet, I got this thing, that's awesome. That's that's what you're going for. Half the damn cigars these people buy don't get smoked. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> Sit around and collect them. And then of the ones that do get smoked, so, so, 90 plus percent of the people don't know good from bad anyway, so it doesn't matter. So I had somebody ask me recently, <clears throat> like, how many cigar, cigars do people like smoke or buy or whatever? And I was like, to actually smoke or just to say they have? Because there's two right. different, you know, two different answers. Um, you know, two I think all of Right. It really is. Yeah. So, anyway, I just thought I that was interesting. Saw, so, it is, Kyle, it is. And I was... Well, first of all, I'm really good friends with Brian Matola. He's like somebody I talk to fairly regularly. That was a national sales manager for Illusioni. All of a sudden, I see an article on Half Wheel. And I knew that he had partnered up with Cavalier on the side. But I didn't realize that um, that he was going all in with it. So when I saw that article, I was like, whoa, that's weird. Well, not weird, but I was like, oh, no shit. And then uh, the Fred Rui thing. So, and then not to mention all of the brands Illusioni is now distributing. Uh Uh, You know, something's going on up there. So, we don't know. We'll see. I have my thoughts, but keep those to myself. Cavaliers Uh, in a hell of a tear, too. mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Doing a great job. 
another really, really nice guy. And yep. hope he continues to kick ass. Absolutely. Um, so speaking of, there, there's kicking ass. There's a new <laughs> Batman movie coming out. Yeah, I saw, the, saw, this. saw the preview for that. So apparently, Colin Farrell, who was playing the Penguin, could not convince the, the, the producers or whatever to let him have a cigar in playing the role. That's weird. Right? I was like, that is the lamest shit I've ever, like, it's so stupid, man. I just thought that was interesting. He was saying that he really thought that that would, because I think Penguin and the whatever would always have a cigarette or something like that. Or a, yeah, with one of those like yeah. really big cigarette yeah. holder things. Yeah, and then they like didn't want to reference that as part of the character, you know. So. Yeah, I could see why they just wouldn't want to mess with it. Yeah, I guess, but fuck, man. Yeah, that's what it's coming to, Mo. The, they'll show guys getting fucking. And, and you know like whatever but they won't it's the silliest shit ever I mean it really <laughs> is no cigar but, no boobs but kill as many people as you want yeah kill as many motherfuckers as you want now what is fucking cool and I really do want to try his cigar um, is Guy Fieri who just came out with that knuckle sandwich made by Espinosa mm-hmm. but he was on the sidelines of the NBA all-star game with an unlit cigar in his mouth and I was like, that's <laughs> fucking cool, man. I was like, that's badass. Speaking of people who seem really fucking nice. Mm-hmm. Like, that guy raises money for everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's really good friends with Matt Booth, actually. Sure. Um, yeah, they, they hang out and all quite a bit. Yeah, I gotta find a way to uh, get Mr. Booth to make an intro, because... Uh, I really like Guy Fieri. I think he's cool as fuck. And, and like you said, Kyle, I mean, how, mu- how much, like, just think about his show and how many small restaurants that he has highlighted over the years. Mm-hmm. That, you know, people literally make lists of the places he visits so they can go try them. Yeah. Uh, that in and of itself. And then he's got his TV show, that Guy's Grocery Games, where he always gives money away. He just did that one other show where he gave away one of his franchises. He did a competition. I don't know if you saw that. No. Well, and during COVID, he raised a shit ton of money for restaurant workers. Yeah. I mean, the dude is, I don't know, man. He just seems like he'd be awesome to have a cigar with. Yep. No doubt. There's not a lot of, like, really good people out there where you're just like, that motherfucker needs to succeed. Yeah. when you see him. You gotta be like that. That yeah. needs to happen, for sure. Yeah, no, he's he seems like a cool dude. But I watch a lot of Food Network, so you know, Guy Fieri's you, awesome. Good stuff. Do you think about making the food, or do you just like watching it? Um, I like I get ideas from it, but I like the competition, you know, and just seeing like how creative some of these dudes are, yeah. and women, you know. Um, that was a dudes meaning like all encompassing dudes, but yeah, like uh, 
seen how how creative all of these people are. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. So I don't know. Speaking of shows, I if you guys have not so if you like Tinder Swindler, you need to watch Inventing Anna. If you thought Tinder Swindler was fucking wild, this yeah, is even better. more so. What's it called? Uh, What's it called? Inventing Anna. Is it? It's a real story, I'm guessing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nine episodes. Kyle, I think you would like it too, very much so. But uh, it is fascinating and true. I will check it out. Yeah, we'll have to see. Maybe I watched the the second season of Tiger King just recently, so I'm, I'm behind. How was that? <laughs> it's just the same message. Yeah. Expect. No, but I gotta gotta catch up on some other things. <clears throat> I still haven't seen that. Yeah, I mean, it gets real weird. It's all about, you know, what happened after, and I don't know. It's messy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of revelations about who did what, mm. who set who up, and what was supposed to happen. Big old twist at the end, of course. Might have to check it out. What else we got? Is that it? I got nothing. Yeah, I think that's all I got. I had some other stuff earlier, but I completely forgot what it was. So I can't remember. Did did we do an episode since I had my Arizona trip? You mean your birthday party? Yeah. Did we do an episode after that? I don't think so. Did we? We didn't talk about your birthday party, so I don't think so, though. Oh yeah. So I, I had. Um, oh yeah, we didn't because uh, yeah, I was in. Yeah, that's right. Um, I had one of the coolest experiences I could remember in a very very long time. Um, so outside of like all the fun we had at Fine Ash, which was awesome, and. Any of you guys that go out to Arizona, you got to go to Glendale. You got to go see Sam and Rosie at Fine Ash. Uh, just a really, really um, great place to have a cigar and just hang out, man. It, it's a really fun atmosphere. Um, very, very cool. Ended up having a funny, had a cigar with the head of security for the San Francisco 49ers. So you can imagine there's some pretty good conversations there, or good stories anyway. Um, but so I, I walk into Owl Ear Cigars in Scottsdale. You guys have seen probably some of Tyler's stuff, you know, Be So Horny, stuff like that. You know, Lenny approved those stickers or whatever. So Lenny is the manager of Owl Ear, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, we were going to visit Lenny and, uh, and just say, you know, what's up and stuff like that. And uh, he's always a great conversation as well. But anyway, I walk in 
and I'm sitting down. We're waiting for Lenny to. We ended up showing up a little bit early, and uh, all of a sudden somebody says, "Hey, Steve," and you know I just had looked or whatever, and it was this guy Steve Stone. Steve Stone is a uh, one of the broadcasters for the White Sox. Oh, okay. So, so it's likely dude, that you'd both be out in Arizona. Well, he lives there during the off season, right? Gotcha. And then they're supposed to be in spring training right now. So, and I knew he was a cigar guy, but he always shouts out uh, Scallywag, and I used to think that he hung out at Scallywag, but I guess he hangs out at Owler now. And uh, so, like, hey, Steve, dude, I jumped out of my chair, like there was like something coming at me. I couldn't like it. And then like, everyone's like laughing at me. Like what the, you know, I was like, Oh my, you know, Steve stone, whatever. Like I took a picture with him. Like, I don't really normally get like that, but I, I, I explained it like this. Well, first of all, since I, Steve stone was an announcer for the Cubs back in the day with Harry Carey. Okay. Hmm. So like you're talking, I think up until maybe the early two thousands or late nineties, so basically, my the entire front half of my childhood, right? Then uh, he's been a White Sox announcer for like the last, fuck, man, 15 years maybe. Mm. So you're talking about a guy that literally has been the voice of my entire life when I watch baseball. Because I watch both the White Sox and Cubs, even though I'm a White Sox fan. I just love baseball and I enjoy it. And I watch the Cubs and I root for the Cubs too, but I'm just, I don't consider myself like a follower of the Cubs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just, it was a big deal to me. So like when somebody, I'd done a, a little like IG live uh, last week and they'd asked me who I would have a cigar with. And we always ask that question and, and, when this, when I saw Nick's question, this is what I meant. This is kind of what I had in mind. But that's the dude I'd want to have a cigar with. And just, he's just like an amazing storyteller. And all the stories he has from baseball and all of that, I think that would be awesome. And so, so did you get to have a cigar with him? Well, no, he was on his way out. But he, I gave him a patina. And he's like, uh, and I said, hey, you know, I would really like you to try my cigar, whatever. He goes... Oh, okay, yeah. And he goes, and he goes, well, what is it? And I said, oh, it's, it's called Patina. It's my brand. He goes, wait, it's your brand? I'm like, yeah. He goes, like, like your brand. Like, you own the, I'm like, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> he goes, like, you know, how long have you been doing it? And he started, like, and he goes, well, here's what I like to smoke. And how does it, come, you know? And I'm like, well, I, you know, I think you might like it. Whatever. So it was cool. You tell yeah. they're from Chicago? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's all like huge White Sox fan, you know? Mm-hmm. Now we'll see if he smokes it. Yeah, I definitely just sounded like a little kid right now, but that's what it, I mean, that's what it brought out. I mean, it was awesome, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with getting Not, excited. Yeah. But like when we talk about some of like the stress and, and some of the bullshit we deal with, you know, in all of our jobs, all of it's shit like that that makes it all fucking worth it, man. I mean, it was just, it was awesome. It really, really was. It was cool. Yeah, if there's not something in your life that would make you act like that on occasion, 
feel like you're not quite living. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I could have seen Michael Jordan, and it probably wouldn't have been as big of a deal. Because I know that's going to sound crazy on the surface. But <laughs> you know he's not going to yeah. sit and talk to you. <laughs> no, first of all, he ain't going to fucking talk to me. But not only that, <laughs> Michael Jordan was somebody you watched. It's different when you literally fucking listen to somebody day in, day out, 162 times a year. <clears throat> right? This is why Yogi wants us to podcast more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's some truth to that because look, at remember when uh, Cigar Craig had written up about Patina at the TPE, and then yeah. he said, "I listened to the, you know." And by the way, Craig, it was great to see you, man. You should have came back and talked to me because it would have been a pleasure. And I do remember you because we met my first uh, PCA when I was just starting with Mombacho. Uh, you know, you came to the booth. We didn't get to talk much, unfortunately, but. Uh, yes, I definitely knew who you were. Uh, but he's like, there was a familiarity with me because he listens to the podcast. It felt like he already knew me, mm-hmm. right? So that's how, man, that's just how it is when you listen to something or, or you know, you feel like there, there's a little bit of a connection there, even if you've never met or have met briefly or whatever. Well, that's fair. So there you have it. There it Better is. Believe it. It's like Drew hanging out with Arnold some more. Yeah, so you probably, yeah. You probably met him enough times, though, that you're probably like, yeah, that's Arnold again. I've only met him the once. Is it just the once? Yeah. I thought you went the second time, too. No. It's one time. Oh. Well, next time you're going to have to be like, you next remember time. me, right? Remember me? Of course you remember me. Probably, yeah. How could he forget you? How? How? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys. Yep. Next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> long long yeah. as this world keeps turning. Yeah. Yeah. All righty, guys. Have a good one. All right, buddy. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sons of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.